Maybe it's a piano. Making the call is making progress. When you put off decisions, they pile up, and piles end up ignored, dealt with in haste, or thrown out. As a result, the individual problems in those piles stay unresolved. Whenever you can, swap. Let's think about it. For let's decide on it. Commit to making decisions. Don't wait for the perfect solution. Decide and move forward. You want to get into the rhythm of making choices when you get in that flow of making decision after decision. You build momentum and boost morale. Decisions are progress. Each one you make is a brick in your foundation. You can't build on top of "we'll decide later," but you can build on top of "done." The problem comes when you postpone decisions in the hope that a perfect answer will come to you later. It won't. You're as likely to make a great call today as you are tomorrow. An example from our world: for a long time, we avoided creating an affiliate program for our products because the perfect "quote-unquote" solution seemed way too complicated. We'd have to automate payments, mail out checks, figure out foreign tax laws for overseas affiliates, etc. The breakthrough came when we asked, "What can we easily do right now that's good enough?" The answer. Pay affiliates in credit instead of cash, so that's what we did. We stuck with that approach for a while, and then eventually implemented a system that pays cash. And that's a big part of this. You don't have to live with a decision forever. If you make a mistake, you can correct it later. It doesn't matter how much you plan; you'll still get some stuff wrong anyway. Don't make things worse by overanalyzing and delaying before you even get going. Long projects zap morale. The longer it takes to develop, the less likely it is to launch. Make the call, make progress, and get something out now, while you've got the motivation and momentum to do so. Be a curator. You don't make a great museum by putting all the art in the world into a single room. That's a warehouse. What makes a museum great is the stuff that's not on the walls. Someone says no. A curator is involved, making conscious decisions about what should sit, what should stay, and what should go. There's an editing process. There's a lot more stuff off the walls than on the walls. The best is a sub subset, sub sub subset of all the possibilities. It's the stuff you leave out that matters. So constantly look for things to remove, simplify, and streamline. Be a curator. Stick to what's truly essential. Pair. Things down until you're left with only the most important stuff. Then do it again. You can always add stuff back in later if you need to. 
Zingerman's is one of America's best known deli. And it got that way because its owners think of themselves as curators. They're not just filling their shelves, they're curating them. There's a reason for every olive oil the team at Zingerman's sells. They believe each one is great. Usually, they've known the supplier for years. They've visited and picked olives with them. That's why they can vouch for each oil's authentic, full-bodied flavor. For example, look how the owner of Zingerman's describes Pasolivo olive oil on the company website. I tasted this oil for the first time years ago on a random recommendation and sample. There are plenty of oils that come in nice bottles with very endearing stories to tell. This was no exception, but most simply aren't that great. By contrast, Pasolivo got my attention as soon as I tasted it. It's powerful, full, and fruity. Everything I like in an oil without any drawbacks. It still stands as one of America's best oils on par with the great rustic oils of Tuscany. Strongly recommended. The owner actually tried the oil and chooses to carry it based on its taste. It's not about packaging, marketing, or price. It's about quality. He tried it and knew his store had to carry it. That's the approach you should take too. Throw less at the problem. Watch Chef Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares and you'll see a pattern. The menus at failing restaurants offer too many dishes. The owners think making every dish under the sun will broaden the appeal of the restaurant. Instead, it makes for crappy food and creates an inventory headaches. That's why Ramsay's first step is nearly always to trim the menu, usually from 30 plus dishes to around 10. Think about that. Improving the current menu doesn't come first. Trimming it down comes first. Then he polishes what's left. When things aren't working, the natural inclination is to throw more at the problem. More people, time, and money. All that ends up doing is making the problem bigger. The right way to go is the opposite direction, cut back. So do less. The project won't suffer nearly as much as you fear. In fact, there's a good chance it'll end up even better. You'll be forced to make tough calls and sort out what truly matters. If you start pushing back deadlines and increasing your budget, you'll never stop. Focus on what won't change. A lot of companies focus on the next big thing. They latch onto what's hot and new. They follow the latest trends and technology. That's a fool's path. You start focusing on fashion instead of substance. You start paying attention to things that are constantly changing instead of things that last. The core of your business should be built around things that won't change, things that people are going to want today and 10 years from now. 
Those are the things you should invest in. Amazon.com focuses on fast or free shipping, great selection, friendly return policies, and affordable prices. These things will always be in high demand. Japanese automakers also focus on core principles that don't change reliability, affordability, and practicality. People wanted those things 30 years ago, they want them today, and they'll want them 30 years from now. For 37 Signals, things like speed, simplicity, ease of use, and clarity are our focus. Those are timeless desires. People aren't going to wake up in 10 years and say, Man, I wish software was harder to use today. They won't say, I wish this application was slower. Remember, fashion fades away. When you focus on permanent futures, you're in bed with things that never go out of style.